Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Andy Bates. I have my phone in front of me. It is Tuesday. <laughs> that is May sad. 14th. <laughs> I am I'm so confused as to what day it is, too. I'm off of my regular schedule. Uh, all kinds of crazy chaos in the yeah. last 48 hours. So Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, the music started and I'm like, I don't know what day it is. This, Where's yeah. my phone? <laughs> Welcome to the sandwich generation. Yeah, you know, taking. I'm. I. I'm now understanding what that means. I. I love my family. I love raising a That's child. Good. I love taking care of my parents. It's a wonderful vocation. Um, trying to balance it all can be a little challenging, and I'm so thankful to learn from those who do it well. Yes, I think we should talk about that. That sounds like a great topic, like but not today. Topic. That is not today. Today we get to talk about superheroes, which I'm excited about. And uh, <laughs> and uh, a little later we'll talk about Mercy Medical Team, uh, which is a really exciting opportunity. Yeah, there is. There's an opportunity coming up to serve in Ghana. So we're going to talk yeah. about some of the past trips and what um, what participants have, have learned and gained with the, in it's those. Always, yeah. always good stories. Thanks to our underwriters, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for your support of the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about them at CU w.edu live uncommon there you go go falcons <laughs> that too I, they're probably done graduating by now aren't they uh, that was great english <laughs> <laughs> happy tuesday uh joining us by phone pastor, so educated here <laughs> i have a college degree i promise uh pastor merit dunsky pastor of Emanuel lutheran church in waterloo illinois across the river welcome pastor well, hello. Hello. Uh, you're stuck across the river I was today. Say, it's way across the river if you are in St. Louis and, or if you're in Illinois and you're trying yeah. to get to St. Louis. Yeah, just stay it's home. A, it's a rough day these last couple of days. It, it only bumped up the commute to get there like from 30 minutes to an hour and 20. Oh. So, you know, it wouldn't have been too bad, I guess. Not- it would have been terrible, actually, probably. So. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks for thanks for being on the phone with us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hear it's one of your favorite things. If he had superpowers, though, he could have flown over. That is true. You should well, work actually, on that. Not that I've ever like put thought into it, but if I were <laughs> to have superpowers, it would probably I'd want either teleportation or telekinesis. Like for whatever reason, those were the two that always seemed the most practical. You wouldn't have to get up to get something off the counter. You just bring it to yourself, like the force, you know, or you just teleport in your one place to the next. So that would have actually been helpful today if it existed. So, <laughs> yeah, it would have. Um, so the the uh, the Avengers, the Marvel uh, Marvel universe has been all over social media, mainstream media. Um, we we will try not to have any spoilers. Uh, Andy and I have not seen Endgame yet, so. <laughs> well, and like I told you yesterday, it's been out just long enough. I know. Period. Getting getting skinny. I you know. know so. I know. I have to be careful. <laughs> I have to be careful. Um, but so uh, we 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 have we dive into this world of of superheroes whenever there's a new superhero movie or whenever Netflix comes out with I don't know a superhero like the Tick on uh, on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Super fun. Um, but but we get so involved in them. And it's something that um, bridges across, I guess, from from for whatever your worldview is. Uh, it's something that a lot of us kind of enjoy together. Um, but coming at it from a, a Christian worldview, a Christian standpoint, um, what are some of like the high level things that we can that we can think about when we when we uh, engage with these movies? Yeah, I am, there's a there's a pastor up in Canada, uh, Pastor Giese, who always talks about low-hanging fruit, and he does really good reviews um, on this type of stuff as well. And there are some things, uh, you know, sacrifice and selflessness, the care for human life, a lot of those things come up just very off the top 
level, you know, mm-hmm. like you see superheroes being these people that would lay down their life for someone else or, or risk, risk their life for someone else. Uh, in the last movie, which was a year ago, Infinity War, I can say something about that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still haven't um, seen it, so... Oh, it's, come on! Uh, okay, well, this won't ruin anything, but there's, there's a major theme of not trading one life for another, mm-hmm. you know, so this high value of life. Um, so you get some of those kind of points. And if, if we as Christians, when we hear that word avenger, we might automatically jump to some of our biblical passages about uh, God being our avenger, the one who cares for us, the one who brings justice ultimately, you know, some of those type of things. But when we approach superheroes, it's almost the same as kind of approaching fairy tales and mythology, because uh, it's not, you've got this whole world that's been built now. I, I didn't ever read a lot of the comics growing up. I would read about storylines. I'd read about things about them, but I didn't just sit down and read a lot of comics. Uh, but when you watch these movies, when you get into those worlds, I mean, it's a whole mythology, like you're digging into Norse mythology or Greek mythology. So in the same way, like people would worship, you know, mm-hmm. like these gods. And we say, oh, we would not do that except when we dress up like these heroes and we, we sacrifice time to go and watch these movies and you know, like, mm-hmm. look up to these people and say, who, what's their example? So like a lot of times um, we, we think about heroes and dealing with superhero movies and stuff kind of the same way we would deal with deal with mythology and fairy tales there are good points but ultimately it's it's a fiction it's a it's a fantasy that can draw good points about virtue or you know those kind of things but ultimately it's it's um it's a myth you know so so there there's some value in it maybe for teaching um uh or as you said the, the pointing to virtue or maybe teaching <laughs> a, a moral lesson um but it, that's that can, in and of itself, become an idol. There's a, a danger in that. It sounds like, um, right? Or what about when we compare Jesus to these superheroes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's that's always a risk, depending on how it's approached. I know every once in a while, someone will send me a picture of Jesus sitting with superheroes, and Jesus will be saying, "And that's how I save the world." So you have like Spider-Man and Superman and Batman, you know, all sitting there, and. I'm never, I'm never a big fan of that imagery just because it makes Jesus look like he's part of mythology as well, like he's no different. It's just telling his side. I'd almost like one of those pictures as though it's like sitting at Comic-Con, the place where people go to hear about all the new movies coming out and to hear the new stories and all that kind of stuff. That would be like all those people sitting around Jesus hearing him say that he actually saved the world. <laughs> like mm-hmm. That kind of thing versus comparing Jesus to mythology. Uh, it's the same, like, I'll go into libraries every once in a while, and children's Bible books or stories about Christian history will be in the mythology section. And I'll be like, really? Mm-hmm. You know, it'll, uh, and that bugs the heck out of me when I see that. And so there are people that when they, when they share that, they're pointing out that Jesus is the real one and he's talking to mythology, but it's, it's too easy and too quick to jump the other way and to suggest that Jesus is also mythology, just like them, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, it just got to be cautious. <laughs> sure. And, and I mean, I don't want to give these movies a bad rap. They are very entertaining and uh, really fun to, to watch. Um, 
And and that the idea of modern mythology is, is really fascinating. When we were talking yesterday, it was that was I had not thought about these movies as, as modern mythology before. So that that's a new concept. Um, but then pairing that with um, some of the obvious references to um, like cruciform shapes and and that sacrificial the sacrificial acts. Uh, how do we how do we process through those things that that to us as Christians um, are are obviously a, a Christian. I concept to us mm-hmm. uh, how do how do we process through that when we're watching the movies well sometimes it just automatically draws our mind to christ mm-hmm. i mean it, when you when you go back and you watch movies you'll notice how oftentimes you have cruciform imagery uh spider-man homecoming there's a scene with spider-man's arms stretched wide as he's trying to hold this uh fairy together uh that's been damaged uh you've got not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but the old Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 2. You've got a similar scene of him with his arms spread as he's holding back the danger from the people. Um, but you get this, uh, the Avengers movie, Iron Man falls back in a cruciform shape. Mm-hmm. But you see all that, and it, it points us to Christ. It makes us think of Christ. But um, we always remember that He, that Christ is our salvation, that he is the one that, that gives us life. So there are times, uh, like Avengers 2 actually plays on this exactly, because you have... Sometimes they stylized credits at the end of a movie, followed mm-hmm. by the actual normal scroll credits. And the end of Avengers 2 has like a, a marble-looking statue design of all the heroes fighting. Mm-hmm. And so it looks almost like something you'd see in Greek mythology of the heroes, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, when we see those things, we can automatically... Uh, go back to our catechism and think, okay, now what we've just seen, what is the worldview being presented here? You know, uh, there's some, like the first Avengers movie, there's a reference that Captain America says there's only one God and he doesn't dress like that because mm-hmm. he's told that Thor and Loki are gods, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you've got some little references, um, but you've got a lot of opportunity to say, okay, what is actually being taught here and how does this compare to what we actually believe? Who is God? What? Uh, how are we actually saved? But um, mythology um, has its benefits. Uh, I was telling you yesterday that uh, C.S. Lewis and Tolkien were friends after the war, the First World War, and they both loved mythology and fairy tales, which who would have thought after seeing Narnia and Lord of the Rings (laughs) that they enjoy mythology and fairy tales. And uh, Lewis had grown up in a Christian environment but become... um, uh, atheist. And he, in talking to Tolkien one night, um, Tolkien said to him, uh, kind of talking about the Christian faith and stuff, he says, yes, the story of Jesus, the Christ, is a kind of myth. And let me get this all out before people think I'm saying we believe in a myth. He says, <laughs> it is the authentic story of the dying God, that mythos of the God that comes and dies and all this stuff. He said, who returns, uh, who rescues the people to life, brings them from death, and so the difference between Christianity and all the pagan myths is that the dying God actually entered into history, lived a real life, died a real death. And so Lewis replies to him and says, do you mean that the story of Christ is simply a true myth, a myth that actually works on us the same way as others, but that actually happened? If that's the case, then I think I understand what you're saying, you know, that we see all of these things about um, the the dying God, the mischievous God, all this type of stuff, but ultimately that that God is real, that he did come, he did live, he did die, he did rise again to actually save us. So we see shadows of that as, you know, uh, 
first Avengers movie, Iron Man saves people or Spider-Man saves people. You see all these, these, um, I can't think of the word, uh, trends or, uh-huh. um, shadows of the reality, but that, uh, that as Christians, we can say, we do know the actual God who really did come in flesh and actually saved us perfectly in life. And so, uh, like I said at the beginning, you got some of those low hanging fruits mm. of quotes or imagery. Uh, and sometimes stuff is very overt that's presented. And sometimes we have to actually think about what is said and what is shown and how it relates to our Christian faith. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor, yeah. for, for uh, digging into this. The only superheroes that I see these days are in the shape of Lego. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I see the superhero stories. Uh, but I certainly do. I am a fan of C.S. Lewis. Love, love mm-hmm. the Chronicles of Narnia. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much, Pastor Merritt Dembski, Pastor of Emanuel Lutheran Church in Waterloo, Illinois. Thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Yeah, it was, it was a pleasure. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.